This week on the River Morning Show Weekly Podcast. It's the size of 18 walruses. Are they talking weight or a clump of walrus? Size. size. Like, if you had 18 walrus? It was U.S. And if it ends in a U.S. and it's plural, it's an I. Cactus, cacti. So out of all octopus, the octopus, scientific octopi. terms. Walrus, walrus. Let's measure in walrus. Chances are you've been planning it for a minute. Uh, the, the food, that is, that's going to be on your grill this weekend uh, at the time of this recording. It is almost Labor Day weekend. Nope. nope. Memorial Day. Memorial. Nice did I say Labor Day? You yeah. did. Wow. Uh, I should look at a calendar. <laughs> it's almost Memorial Day weekend. And uh, either way, there's mattress sales and things that will be on your grill. <laughs> grill sales even. This weekend for sure. Yeah. What goes on your grill almost every year if, if you can make it happen? I mean, like we we do the, the typical stuff. Like we'll do burgers and dogs, mm-hmm. and um, and for the people, like three of them in our entire family group that wants to be healthy, we'll do chicken. Ah. Here's the thing, though. I'm not sure this year what we're doing because my wife has some family that have flown in from Albuquerque, okay, because they have nieces and nephews who are graduating here mm-hmm. in the next week, mm-hmm. and we're going to a different. Like we always go to my parents' house for because they always have a picnic as long as I can remember. We're not going to it this year. Why? The world is upside down and on fire. I know. Well, something's going to be on fire, but what is it? I don't know what they're grilling. That's the problem. Different is scary. It is scary. I mean, plus, what if they get a turkey dog? Those are nasty. Then you'll be at my barbecue because we have every... You have turkey steak? Yes. (gasps) We have veggie burgers. Oh, my word. We have turkey burgers. We have a real burger. Get some beef because we got vegetarians. We got only those who eat winged animals. It's wild. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, uh, enjoy that. And def- remember... Define fun. I don't it's know. It's all freedom that we have because of what this weekend actually means, uh, and which I forgot the meaning of as I thought it was Labor Day. Memorial Day. Yeah. Remember. So thank you guys for remembering. <laughs> and thank you for pressing play on the River Morning Show weekly podcast. It was a moment that Mary Strand will never forget mary strand all right we don't know her yet strand there she was doing an everyday task and as she reached out to activate the lever that operated a very specific and very important apparatus in one's home Mm -hmm. uh, she dropped her rings in the toilet and it her rings fell off down the drain they went and she's not seen them for 13 years that's disgusting her wedding ring her wedding ring down the drain she said she dove in after it Uh -uh, (sighs) no self swirly plunged her hand in because she didn't have a plunger uh she never saw it again that was until earlier this year oh Oh, no (laughs) when met council crews discovered a diamond ring in the rogers wastewater system and they were like let's tell the news about this and the news ran a story, and Mary's daughter saw the story, and she called her mom up and said, Mom, the news just did a story about your ring. They found it, and they gave it back. I want to be I, really hel- really happy. I know. I'm this is torn. gross. I don't want it back. <laughs> yeah. We've seen some things. <laughs> it's just been sitting there for decades. Can you imagine? Here, it's back. And then Mary's just like, I really appreciate the thought. But we've moved on. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's time to let go. I don't know how I would feel about getting something back in this fashion. There's all of the emotions. Well, excitement. 
sadness, yeah. <laughs> horror, Clorox. <laughs> like, here's here's the thing: when, the feelings. when you lose something and you find it, that is euphoric. That's mm-hmm. amazing, and you call and tell your friends and your family, and you post it on Facebook, and you're excited. If it went down the toilet, I'm sorry, you're dead to me. Hannah, can you please grab this paper, read that uh, top line? Mm-hmm. Snack tips with wow, <clears throat> snack tips with Josh. Well, my handwriting's a little yeah. worse today. Sorry. <laughs> Breaking records and breaking hearts. Yeah, uh, there's a new world record holder in expensive ice cream. Um, uh, pass. Before no, That's right. But before we get to it, just a reminder, the most expensive cup of coffee in the world is the Alita Geisha Natural 1029. That's $100. That's per, a cup of coffee? Per cup. Oh, my word. Is that bucks. the first cup of coffee that tastes like, like it smells? No clue. Next, okay. uh, the most expensive slice of cheesecake on earth is Rafael Ronca's $833 what? slice of cheesecake. Better be gold in there. And the most expensive burger is the Golden Boy. It has oh. an edible golden flaked bun. Ah. Are we doing $6,000 no. for a burger? Get out of here. Imagine being the person that says, yeah, that's my typical Tuesday. Right. So not to be outdone, <laughs> Japan's ice cream brand, Chilato, has a flavor named Byakuya. Yes. All right. That's that, <laughs> that's why it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's made out of white truffles grown in Italy. Looks like mashed potatoes, basically, is what this ends oh. up. It comes in at just under $6,700 ah! per serving. Two scoops no! of that, baby. $6,700. Will it make you feel happy for the rest of your life? No, just for those moments. And then when you get the bill, uh... you are no longer happy. Uh, if they marketed this as single serving 6,700 calories, like I'm in, but with the dollars, uh, no. Kiddo lingo. It's kiddo lingo. Kids say the cutest and silliest of things as they try to piece this wor- world together. They're also trying to piece words together, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't always quite hit the mark. But it is adorable. <laughs> So, you can play along with Josh and Chad as you figure out what the kids were trying to say. And then if you have an example that you want to share, you can call in and share your kiddo lingo, 614-479-1049. All right, what do you got for us? All right, first one, Kathy. Kathy? Kathy. Ketchup. No. Uh, Mac and cheese. I, I I have no idea that... I don't know what it what is. 401k. It? <laughs> That's it. If no. a three-year-old comes up to me and wants to talk about my 401k, <laughs> they probably know more than me. Uh, it is the combination of cat and kitty. Mm. <laughs> That's adorable. So it's basically a cat. Kathy. Oh, I love <laughs> that. So much. So that goes to no one. Yeah, sorry. Abby Cabby. Abby Cabby. Uh, Abby Cabby. Ah, cabbage. No. Good cabbage patch but kid. You're Abracadabra. On, no, Josh is closer. It's an avocado. <laughs> Abby Cabby. No, it is not. <laughs> like we said, the kids are trying to piece the world together. Wow. Here, here's an easier one. Pancake juice. Oh, that's syrup. syrup. Oh, guys, no. What? No. Butter? butter. No. <laughs> is it the batter? <laughs> it's the batter. <laughs> I was not thinking about syrup, to be honest. This one is so super hard, but I want to see if you can get it. Spicy. Or spices. 
Oh, spices. Um, It's super hard. You have to think outside the box. Yeah, not spices at all. Garlic. Um, It's probably not food, is it? It's probably space. uh, Space food. (laughs) Spices. I don't know. Mints. Mints. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Some spices. Yeah. If you're talking about space, though, Chad, and you say spices, then you're Australian. Spices. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Love that very much, do I? Absolutely. Okay. Last one. Okay. All right. Do-si-do. Round and around in a do-si-do. Chicken in a bread tray, picking up the dough. One more change and on we go. Do-si-do. Is that supposed to help? Nope. <laughs> it just <laughs> was fun. It made it worse. Don't, don't see Joe. Tying my shoes. Don't see us go. No. Don't watch the snow. Don't uh, see Rhyming Joe. was a, a good way to kind of go here. Uh, grocery store. Yeah, the grocery don't store. Yeah. Don't see Joe. Do. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> it's the River Morning Show weekly podcast presented by Savage Strength. Ah! I love them. Do share. Why do you yeah. love them? So my sister and I have been going for a few months now. I can tell I'm getting stronger. Flex. Uh, Flex. Let's see yeah. the bicep. Look at these things. Well, the, other, these things. the other day I was mouthing off and Hannah picked me up by my throat. That so is I, not true. I do know but she's I getting stronger. could. But what's so great about it is it, it's not like those big group classes where the instructor's up front and they have no idea what you're doing. It's group training, but it feels like one-on-one personal training. That's nice. It's amazing. And they sponsor this podcast. So Big thank thanks. you. If you want to find out more about Savage Strength and what they have to offer, you can find them on Instagram, Savaged underscore strength. It's one of the hardest things you are called to do. Interpret your children. <laughs> I am no translator. <laughs> but but after much interpretive dance and many tears, <laughs> you figure it out. So let's put your wisdom to the test and see if you can figure out this kiddo lingo. Also, you can play along with Josh and Chad and share your very own kiddo lingo when you call 614-479-1049. Okay, guys. What is <clears throat> onion? It goes on a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> it grilled. Chopped up into a whole delicious. outside of the bounds of normal human onion. Onion. definitions. Onion. Man, I, Let I'm me trying to you. sound it I'm, out. I'm young. <laughs> But boy, oh, minion. It's, it's a toy. It's but a ball. Boy. It's a minion. It's a minion. Oh, wow. It's so close. Good they job, got half Chad. the word mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Very how, much. How about them. this one? <clears throat> I beam. Ice cream. Yeah. Oh, that was an easy one. The way you said that, I. It's, what do I need to say? I beam. Well, no, it just sounded like an alien. <laughs> like <laughs> tractor beam. Fun fact I know donut and ice cream in 37 languages. <laughs> <laughs> including kiddo. <laughs> including, but not limited to. Yeah, you're a genius. Desiree, how about you? You have a kiddo lingo this morning. I do. It's gagum. Ga- gagum. Gagum. Gotta yep. have it used in a sentence. <laughs> is it tagum? No. Tag them. Is it, it like. Is, uh, used in a sentence. Let's see. Um, I love my gagum very much. Grandma? Oh, that's sweet. My wife and I are to the age where we've discussed what do we want to be called eventually as grandparents. There's your first uh, gagum is a good first one. one. I like that. Yeah, my oldest made that up, and my mom was hoping that he would keep it, 
But as soon as he was able to figure out the word, he changed it to grandma. So, oh, so close. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of letting the kids decide what to call grandma or grandpa. It's 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 adorable. Yeah. That's how we ended up with a moomaw and a poopaw. Those are my yeah. my parents. Oh, that's it's, adorable. It's cute for mom, regrettable for dad. Yeah. It's also very memorable. Yes. yes, yes. Just one thing. Would you stop it already? Yeah, there's a lot of pressure out there. And when, when you add the croptastic um, social media platforms where everyone's lives look perfect because they've cropped out all the mess. Uh, yeah. Comparison robs you of joy and peace. Well, you don't need to feel bad about this particularly anymore, okay? So what that you don't have your yard looking pristine and flower beds planted and weeded and mulched, okay? Everyone else in your neighborhood might. When they roll up to your house, you even tisk tisk yourself. Stop that. <laughs> All right, you've been busy. And I say if you and or you know if you have kids, if you and your kids are fed and clothed, congratulations. <laughs> You're doing great. Exactly. You're doing just great. But here's what you do instead of feeling bad, okay? Do just a little today. Just a little, like pick one tiny area. Or plant one of the flowers that you want to plant. Just one. Then do a little bit tomorrow. If you're too busy tomorrow, no worries. Do a little more in a couple of days. Just a little bit. Before you know it, you're donezo. Okay? So don't feel guilty that you have to climb this whole mountain tonight. Mm -hmm. Just do a little. Because you've got a life that you're trying to live. By the way, this is 100% my situation right now. So if it's also you, you're in good company, friend. Space time. It's time to talk about space. Yeah, I'm here for this. Okay. Great. Something very interesting is happening this Sunday. Something will pass Earth a little close for comfort. Asteroid? Great. Meteor? An asteroid. Okay. Okay. It's a pretty big one. Well, you it's, said pass, right? It's yeah. going to go pass. That's... That's the hope. That's the dream. But divine big. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get there. It's 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 called the uh, asteroid two zero two three JK. Ah! And despite <laughs> its name, it's not a joke. It really is <laughs> yeah. a, a very large rock. Okay. Passing Earth. I don't know if it will be visible from Earth, but just know Sunday sometime it's gonna be. It's, it's there. Zipping past. All right. Now this is the part that really is interesting. It's it's kind of large. Um. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. But how they've described its largeness mm -hmm. really is the most interesting part. Okay. They say it's the size of 18 walruses. <laughs> <laughs> what? Animal. Did, did they, are they talking weight or or like a clump of walrus? Size. Size. If you had 18 walrus? It was a U.S. and if it ends in a U.S. and it's plural, it's an I. Cactus, no. cacti. So out of all octopus, the scientific octopi, terms. Walrus, walrus. Let's measure in walrus? Yeah. Of all, <laughs> of all the measurement tools we have at our disposal, here's what you do. Next time you go to the zoo, just say, oh, that walrus over there is, the, is one eighteenth the size of an asteroid. <laughs> Some were purposefully earned. Some were accidentally earned. Some made sense. Some did not. Senior superlatives. Mm. When you have finally gotten through your high school career and your classmates 
look at you and go, you're most likely to, and then whatever it might be. Right. Sometimes it's like, that's a badge of honor you wear. Sometimes you run from it for the rest of your (laughs) life. What would your senior superlative, or better yet, if you're like Hannah, because I can see, like, you didn't have one, you don't remember one. Not that I can recall. So if you're Mm. like that, it's fine. Write yourself one for you now. That works too. So we got kind of double layers here. 614-479-1049. Yeah, I I was homeschooled, so class of one. Yeah, that's (laughs) Uh, valedictorian and bottom of the barrel. Wow, good job. Voted most likely to succeed and also become a dog food taste tester. (laughs) Because there was nobody else to choose from. You were literally most likely to do anything. Zero competition. (laughs) What were you? Uh, what were you most likely then or now? Uh, go ahead, Jessica. Most likely to embarrass my children by wearing my inflatable hippo suit. <laughs> what? Hip, hip, like you have one. Hippopotamus, like hungry, hungry hippos. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Fantasia hippo. So it's like oh. a giant gray hippo, and it has a pink tutu on That's it. That's amazing. And it has a little fan. It zips up. I'm fully covered by this whole thing, and it just blows up, and it's this giant suit. This is amazing. And I initially bought it because during COVID, I ran a mock group, and so when everything closed down, we built, me and my assistant delivered gifts to all of the moms, oh. and we were both wearing like dress-up suits, and so we just like ran. <laughs> around to people's houses it was pretty That's hilarious incredible and then i went and picked up my kids at the bus stop and that was like oh, mortifying you're the best and the worst i love it it's amazing and i wear it like whenever i get a chance most likely to what what was it for you the seniors superlatives 614-479-1049 we have had some uh, some fun this morning kind of going down memory lane or getting some ideas from folks mm-hmm. and so you can jump in chad's are really unique because he graduated first in his class mm-hmm. and well last done. in his class yeah. i was um, and in the middle of his class <laughs> yeah i was the class i it was homeschooled it was just it it was only him. no likely. twins for you or anything so it was just nothing you. it was just it's just me thank the lord uh I was voted most likely to succeed yep. and most likely to become a panda bear sketch artist. So it <laughs> wow. was like, it's literally the Wild West for me. I could be anything. <laughs> still still waiting to find my spot, you know? Jenny, uh, you have one from then or one for now, a senior superlative? Well, I did get one in high school. Um, I was voted most likely to get a speeding ticket. Busted! Oh, no. <laughs> Come on! They nicknamed me Hot Rod in high school. My gosh. That's fitting. Okay. okay. <laughs> How many how many tickets have you gotten then? Well, I never got a speeding ticket because I never got caught, but I did have a lead foot. Okay, but if you were to give yourself a senior superlative now, mm-hmm. what would it be? I was named best mother of, uh, mother of the year by 10th Avenue North when I went to see them and oh, had wow. a um, I went to see them in concert and we kind of did like the pre-show get together. Nice. So I think that's a great one. This is Defend Your Case with Judge Hannah. All rise for the Honorable Hannah File presiding. Thank you. you. Here are the rules of the game. It my throat. Yeah, every time. Every time you do this, so weird. Here are the rules of the game. Josh and Chad will be given a random topic by yours truly. 
I will also assign if they are for or against said topic. This is such a woman's thing. She's telling us our opinion. Because <laughs> hey, it's the right run. one. And That's then they will have about 0. .03 seconds to come up with a compelling argument for their side. Huh. Are you ready for today's topic in this Defend Your Case? Uh, let's, let's do it. It is oceans versus pools oh, in the summertime. <laughs> right. So, Josh, you are for oceans. All right. Chad, you are for pools. Okay, this will be easy. So, Josh, okay. you have the floor first. All right, so I go first. I am arguing for oceans Why instead of pools. Why are they better than pools in the summertime? All right, so the, the best place to play in a pool is the deep end. You want deep ends? The ocean's deep end is almost seven miles deep. Ooh. And, okay, so <laughs> you can dive and dive and dive. And um, dive. Let's see. In a pool, you, you can only play with boats in the ocean. You get to be on boats the size of like football stadiums, mm -hmm. like cities on the water. So Have you cool. ever been? So it's cool. And then lastly, deserted islands. There are so many people at pools. But if you get shipwrecked on a deserted island, maybe then you'd have enough time and peace to finish your book. Mm -hmm. oh. I rest my case. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is Defend Your Case with Judge Hannah. Today's topic, oceans versus pools in the summertime. Chad, you have the floor. Why are pools better than oceans for starters no sharks um i don't like the thought of uh, swimming around with sharks ever for any reasons secondly no salty surprises you don't have that weird salty saltwater taste in your mouth also no sharks controlled <laughs> climate it's always what you want to be if your pool heater is working it doesn't have to be cold if the ocean your pool heater is, is working. almost always freezing no seaweed if something bumps into you in the pool you know pretty quickly if it's a problem or not if it's a human, ugh, I'd rather have seaweed wrapped around my leg, thanks. Chlorine-scented <laughs> aromatherapy. Oh. That's a thing? Mm -hmm. oh. Also, no sharks. Oh. Crowd control. You don't have to invite the entire world to fight to get into your pool. It could just be you. What if, if it's you, a public pool? If you own the pool... It's your pool. We didn't say public pools. It's your pool. Um. Did you say public pools? I didn't, but I'm just thinking the vast majority of people don't have their own pool. I'm, But you didn't say vast majority of people in this scenario. <laughs> I have my okay. own pool. Okay, do you rest your case? No, I've got more. No sharks. <laughs> Thank you. I rest my case. Mm -hmm. All right, the verdict is in. In this edition of Defend Your Case with Judge Hannah, Come oceans on. versus pools. Do the right thing, Hannah. <sighs> Don't, don't, sweet. My, my verdict can change based off of peer uh -oh, pressure. I just, already know what's happening. I'm wow, praying for you right is. now. <laughs> okay. Well, your prayers worked because yeah! oceans are the winner. Ah, yeah! Look at dolphins and sharks just like hugs. <laughs> yeah, but hugs with their teeth and then you're missing a leg. So we, no thanks. We talked about this not that long ago. Sharks are not violent. They're just trying to figure you out and all they have, they don't have hands. Yeah. They just have teeth. Yeah, and that's it's a I little don't. teeth. Hug. What are you? But they made a, a movie out of so nothing. You're enjoying yourself. You're going for a nice swim, and before you know it, jeez, oh, something's lurking in the water. It's no, watching you. No, thank you. Stop. It's not sure what you are. It wants to nibble your toes. No! <laughs> just see what you are. It's how sharks say hello. They go, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Thanks to safewaters.ai, they're going to be launching an app very soon. 
you will be the safest you possibly could ever be in water. Oh. Because their app that they're launching will forecast the risk of a shark attack. And they they claim that this app will tell you with an 89% accuracy rate when you might be attacked by a shark. What? How is that possible? Well, it includes uh, information from a variety of sources, including but not limited to previous shark attacks, shark sightings, shark movements, tracking data, and marine weather data. Goodness. They compile all of that and they say, yeah, today is uh, Tuesday, July 29th. You'll probably be attacked by a shark in these waters. They can tell when sharks are snacky. Yes. (laughs) That's unreal. 89% accuracy rate. That's a really high Mm, accuracy rate. Wow. I, too, can also be that accurate in predicting when you are going to be attacked by a shark. Well, you, you've Probably. done this study, I would assume, because you are terrified of sharks. Yeah. You, you, like you and baths aren't uh, even the biggest but fan. But you're, you're telling us that you can yeah. 80, 89% accuracy tell us if we're going to be attacked by a shark. Yeah. Yeah. You there's, can. A, there's an 11%. Eh, I'm not sure. But 89% accuracy. So if you're swimming in a pool, you're probably good. If you're swimming well, in an ocean, chances are much higher. Pro- wait, you said if you're swimming in a pool, you're probably good. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. 89% chance because, you know, if you're swimming in a pool in the middle of Iowa, there's no sharks around. So the chances are low, never zero. Hey, you're invited to listen to the recording of this podcast live. How? Where? It's simple. You can share every weekday morning with Josh, Chad, and Hannah on 1049 The River in Columbus, Ohio, or online at riverradio.com.